Hey folks, welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. We're right here on the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Thank you so much for joining me today. Real quick, on our YouTube channel right now, the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network YouTube channel, I conducted an interview with a very special guest, the All Japan Pro Wrestling World Junior Heavyweight Champion, Francesco Akira. It's on the YouTube channel right now. We had a great conversation. He defeated Koji Iwamoto last Saturday to win that belt. We spoke about that match, his upcoming match with Suji, and a lot more. So go ahead, check it out. The Alliance Pro Wrestling Network YouTube channel. My interview with the All Japan Pro Wrestling World Junior Heavyweight Champion, Francesco Akira, is up there now. Okay, let's get into a few things. Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega is back in the WWE. All right. Welcome back, Zelina Vega. She returns to the WWE. But who trends? <laughs> who trends on Twitter after she returns? Not Zelina Vega. Alistair Black. Alistair Black trends on Twitter, uh, despite the fact that Zelina Vega is back in the WWE. People want Alistair Black back in the WWE, and uh, you go on social media, and people were saying, "Oh, Zelina Vega is back. That's her. That's his wife." So uh, it's, I guess, it's it's a given that he'll be back. Nope. Mm -mm. It's not a given. I, I saw that a lot. <laughs> I saw that a lot on social media. People um, jumping to a conclusion saying, oh, his wife's back, which means he's coming back. So, of course, he's such, he's such trending on Twitter. But uh, let's, um, let's, uh, let's think about this for a second before we all jump the gun and say Alistair Black is on his way back. Zelina Vega was, um, was in the Performance Center weeks ago when Alistair Black was still with the WWE. She probably signed a contract then. When I don't know when she, I don't know if she signed the contract in the Performance Center, but it's a good bet that she signed the contract to make her return to the WWE when Alistair Black was still in the WWE. I mean, when I did my podcast about Selena Vega being in the Performance Center, I uh, spoke about well, maybe they're bringing Zelina Vega in to be a part of the new Alistair Black faction because I know they were going to reintroduce Alistair Black. Uh, there were some vignettes that they were that they were showing, uh, but uh, they ultimately released Alistair Black, and uh, Zelina Vega uh, had most likely already signed that contract, so she had no choice but to but to stay with the WWE. Uh, but a lot of people are, are jumping to jumping to conclusions and say, oh, well, um, his wife's back, so he's got to be coming back. And no, no, I, I, he's not coming back. I don't think Alistair Black will be back in the WWE. First of all, he's got a sponsorship, sponsorship deal that I just signed with Hayabusa. Um, so I, I don't think he's coming back. It's, it's almost a foregone conclusion that uh, he will be signing with AEW. I know there was a lot of interest there, a lot of interest in AEW. Uh, Tony Khan is interested. Um, there was reports saying that he's as good as signed by AEW as soon as his 90-day non-compete runs out uh he'll be able to sign with with aew and i know a lot of uh, a lot of talents are asking for the 90 day 90 day non-compete to be waived maybe he's asking for it to be waived maybe it will be waived and we'll see him in aew sooner but i don't think alistair black is going back just because his wife's working there now doesn't mean that alistair black wants to work there he the wwe had their shot and they released him. And I know there were a lot of executives that, um, that I was reading as release remorse that uh, that they felt that they shouldn't have released uh, Alistair Black. But the bottom line is they did release him. They did release Alistair Black. And uh, if I was Alistair Black, you know, I think Alistair Black wanted out 
know, I, I again, I, I'm just speculating there. But there's a good feeling that he wanted out. I mean, first, of, I mean, if you want him back in, I don't think he would have signed a sponsorship deal with Hayabusa. And uh, I, I think he wanted out. And I think it's, it's a good bet that uh, he's not going back. He's not going back, despite the fact that his wife works there. And again, I'm, I'm almost certain that Zelina Vega signed that contract when Alistair Black was still with the WWE. And then they wound up releasing uh, Alistair Black, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, so uh, I, I fully expect to see him in AEW. In AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, it could be both. I mean, he could work in both. I mean, there's the partnership going on right now between the two. Uh, but hey, if 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 there's release remorse right now, you know, they should have released him in the first place. And um, basically, WWE, <laughs> WWE, you, you you snooze, you lose with the talent. You want to let them go, you let them go. They'll sign elsewhere, and um, he'll go to AEW, and he'll be a megastar there. And McMahon will be like, "By darn it, we should have let him go." We shouldn't have let him go, damn it. <laughs> but uh, that's 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 how I feel about it anyway. I, I don't think he's going back. I don't think he's going back. Um, to, and Selena Vega. Selena Vega is really, uh, <laughs> she's um, kissing a little WWE ass, I guess you could say, man. She, uh, she, she uh, once um, she showed up on uh, SmackDown, uh, she uh, she quickly deleted the, the it's time for for us to unionize. Uh, I don't know the exact tweet, but she she tweeted out that it's time for wrestlers to, to form a union or something to that to that effect. I don't know remember word for word, but she was quick to jump on Twitter, look for that tweet, and delete it almost immediately. So she was like, "Oh, maybe <laughs> I'm not with the WWE anymore. We should form a union. WWE, we'd like to have you come back, you know, and be on SmackDown. You, we'll put you in the Money in the Bank match." Um, uh, we're going to be in front of the live crowd for the first time uh, since uh, WrestleMania. Really? Oh, I better get on the computer and de de delete that tweet immediately because that w the, <laughs> the WWE wants me back. So I got to get rid of that tweet. You know, and I don't want to cause any bad blood. I mean, I, I was I was acting tough when I was no longer with the WWE, but uh, now that I'm back, you know, hey, I know we shouldn't we union? No, we shouldn't unionize. You know, when, when you're released from the WWE, it's like, damn it, we should unionize. Guys, we should get together. It's time for a wrestler's union. And the WWE brings it back, brings it back, they sign it to a contract. It's like, you know, we don't need a union. We don't need a union. I'm going to quickly get on and delete that tweet. There we go. <laughs> we don't need a union. So, <laughs> I thought that was funny that she's, uh, she's released and she's like, uh, She's like, oh, we need, we need a union, unionize, and then she comes back. And I go, gosh, I better get that tweet off Twitter immediately. Hopefully, no, hopefully it didn't attract too much attention. Hopefully, it didn't attract too much attention. But um, the bottom line, Selena Vega back in the WWE, and and Alistair Black, despite. Despite the fact that he was trending, he's not, in my opinion, coming back. I could be wrong; he could come back, but I, I don't. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he's coming back to um, to WWE. Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee. Let's let's talk about this guy for a second. Now, from from what I understand, he's doing a good job on uh, color commentary on SmackDown. Uh, is it Raw? I think it's SmackDown. Uh, he told Bill Apter to F off. I'm not going to say the word. He told him, he told Bill Apter to F off. Bill Apter, if you're not familiar with Bill Apter, Bill Apter is, a, is a, in my opinion, a legendary figure in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, he's um, worked on uh, numerous, numerous magazines, numerous interviews. He started in the business, uh, started, started, his involvement with pro wrestling started in about, I think, 1970. He used to interview Bruno Sammartino, Pedro Morales. Uh, but Pat McAfee, 
born 1987. Uh, apparently, during a, a segment with um, Shinke Nakamura, Pat McAfee decided to jump on the table and do a little dance. Now, Bill Hafter, Bill Hafter said that he enjoys Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is doing a, a good job on uh, call of commentary. But he didn't like the dancing. He said he didn't like the dancing on the on the on the desk. So Pat McAfee decides to tell um, this legendary figure, legendary in my opinion, Bill After to to, to f off. And uh, Bill After was like, you know, this little uh, little immature there. Uh, let's pull it up. Let's pull up the article here. But he's he's like, you know, if, if you're not happy with with what I say, that's fine. But be a little respectful about it. You just. I mean, he could have, he, Bill, let's, let's pull it up here. Bill Apter said, um, see if I can find it. Uh, he said, with all due respect, um, um, okay, I, I just, uh, um, okay, he said, Bill, he, Bill Apter said, he could have said, Bill, with all due respect, I didn't appreciate what you said, something like that. And that would have been fine. He said, if I didn't appreciate what you said. But he decided to, to say F off, the total total disrespect of Bill Apter. Now, I grew up reading Inside Wrestling, The Wrestler, uh, um, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Sports Review Wrestling. And Bill Apter, I believe he was associated with all those magazines, if not all of them, most of them. And he... He um, isn't, like I said, his involvement with professional wrestling began in 1970. And uh, I think he really helped mold professional wrestling into what it is. I don't want to say what it is today, but he, but, he, but he helped with the popularity of pro wrestling. He helped increase the popularity of pro wrestling with those magazines. And to me, I'm very thankful for Bill Apter. Very, very thankful for Bill Apter for, for what he's done in my childhood. I read his magazines all the time. And he's um, he's uh, he's got uh, his own podcast now, I believe, his own website. I think it's oneapter.com, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, but bottom line is, Pat McAfee, show a little respect. You were born in 1987. Bill Apter was, was in the business, working in the business since 1970. Show a little respect. Okay, show a little respect, Pat McAfee. I know you want to be the, the tough guy heel, but show a little respect, especially for um for guys like uh, Bill Apter. And and I'm I'm gonna leave it, I'm gonna leave it at that. Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling viewership came out, and it's not good. It's not good for Impact Wrestling. Their viewership, uh, their numbers came out. And um, it hit a record low for January, uh, July 1st. Here's the number. Last week was 111,000 viewers. July 1st was 69,000 viewers. 69,000. Only 69,000 people tuned in to watch Impact Wrestling. And this was a show with, with Kenny Omega. This was a show with Kenny Omega. And only 69,000 people tuned in to watch Impact Wrestling. It's it's not whatever they're doing. It's not working. It's not working. You know the whole Kenny. Even they had New Japan Pro Wrestling Satoshi Kojima. Satoshi Kojima was on as well, and still sixty nine thousand viewers. So the AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling partnership is clearly not working. Clearly not working for Impact Wrestling because their viewership is just is plummeting at a rapid rate right now. 69,000 viewers. Hopefully they'll get it up. Hopefully they'll get it up. 
you don't want to go. <laughs> you don't want to go any lower. It's actually dropped to about. Um, at one point, it was down to about. Uh, they said the report also notes that that the least viewed quarter hour of the program watched was watched by only fifty nine thousand viewers was the main event. So the least viewed quarter hour of the program was the main event that featured Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers taking on Moose, Chris Sabin, Sammy Callahan, their top stars, and Kenny Omega, the All Elite, the AEW um, champion, uh, is the Impact champion as well. So the segment, the match that featured Kenny Omega, the guy that they just wanted to bring in, you know, because you know Kenny Omega, one of the best in the world, so we got to bring in Kenny Omega, you know, which again is great, great stuff there, but in my opinion, but I think, I think people are growing tired of it right now. I think people are growing tired of it. Um, I know last week Moose said he would like to see more uh, interaction, more talent exchanges between AEW and Impact Wrestling. Right now it's the same guys every week, Kenny Omega, Impact Wrestling, Good Brothers, AEW. We're not seeing any other talent exchanges. Maybe they need to do more talent exchanges to make things a little more exciting. People are growing, obviously growing tired of just seeing Kenny Omega on, on one show and then the Good Brothers on AEW. But uh, but that's bad. Only 59,000 viewers tuned in to watch the, the match that featured Kenny Omega. Again, they and, and I know Slammiversary, and there's it, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's not really that much buzz. I, I don't I don't feel the buzz. Last year there was there was a big buzz behind Slammiversary. This year I don't I'm not, I'm not feeling that buzz. It, it could be just me, but I'm not feeling that buzz. You know, I know there they were they were there's supposed to be a number of surprises this year. Uh they're they're um they're teasing a number of surprises. Who knows who's going to show up? It's not going to be – Kazichika Okada is not showing up. I know I, I saw on Twitter people saying, oh, Kazichika Okada is not on the on the Summer Struggle show. Um, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Wrestle Grand Slam show or the Summer Struggle shows, uh, which means – which are in July, which means he's going to be on uh, Slammiversary. But no, no. Kazichika Okada was announced today for – and I'm going to talk about that shortly. He was announced today for those shows. So Kazichika Okada is not showing up to Slam. Anniversary, so let's just forget that he's not showing up to Slammiversary, and neither is Tetsuya Naito. I know they're teasing; they were teasing Tetsuya Naito, uh, but he's not showing up either. He's not going to. He's, he's on the Summer Struggle shows as well. Would it make any sense for them to show up at Impact Wrestling? Uh, but you know, they're they're teasing like uh, Mickey James. Uh, they're teasing the Iconics. It's possible that they show up, but they they need to get something. They need to do something and do something quickly, because uh, sixty nine thousand viewers is just atrocious. It's a travesty. And Impact Wrestling, they need to, I mean, I don't know. Did Don Callis see the writing on the wall? Did he know this was going to happen? Is that why he resigned from being, um, well, I don't know if he resigned. Maybe his contract was up. But but he chose to work AEW full-time as Kenny Omega's manager as opposed to being executive vice president for Impact Wrestling. Did he know? Did he see the writing on the wall? Is, I, I don't know. Uh, again, speculation. But um, bottom line, Impact Wrestling needs to do something. They need to do something quickly, and they need to do something right now. Well, quickly is right now, but they need to do something ASAP because 69,000 people, that's just – that's um, that's bad. That's really bad. So hopefully they can uh, – figure something out and start increasing those because like how many people are going to actually buy? I think, 
I think the the Sammy Callahan Kenny Omega feud uh, for Slammiversary is is not really working. I don't think there's much interest in that. I think there were, would have been a lot more interest if it was Moose uh, versus Kenny Omega. Yes, we had that again at against all odds, Moose lost. But if if it was still Moose against uh, Kenny Omega, I think if Moose somehow got into that main event, claiming the Young Bucks uh, interfered, uh, want to have maybe a steel cage match or something. I think that would have generated a little more interest than Sammy Callahan against Kenny Omega. But they decided to go Callahan and Omega and uh, Moose against Chris Sabin, which was a little odd. You know, <laughs> it was a little strange, I think, when Chris Sabin. I know there was they had a Moose um, put Sabin out of action, but I think most people forgot about that. And they weren't really um, clamoring for Chris Saban to come back for revenge, so I think there's, I think the just the buzz isn't there this year. Last year there was a, there was buzz, um, but this year there's not really that much buzz, uh, in my opinion, for Slamversary, and thus the viewership is is way down, way way down. Okay, Summer Struggle cards, New Japan Pro Wrestling. They have announced. Uh, the full show is which Kazichika Okada is on, which I announced. So let's let's uh, talk about the full. Um, let's run down the full show. So New Japan Pro Wrestling Summer Struggle Night One will be um, uh, July tenth. So we have Masawato and Kota Ibushi uh, versus Yuya Omura and Yota Sushi, which should be a uh, very good match. Two uh, young lions against uh, Wato and Ibushi. Uh, we have Yo and uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Chaos versus Dick Togo and Evil Bullet Club. They're Evil and uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Um, they have a feud going, so that should be a very, very good match there. Rocky Romero, Raisuke Taguchi, and Hiroshi Tanahashi uh, versus El Fantasmo, Yujiro Takahashi, and Kenta. That should be a great one. Good to see Rocky Romero uh, back in Japan. Uh, Sho and Kazichika Okada taking on the United Empire. Sho and Kazichika Okada are a chaos. United Empire uh, being represented by Great Okan and Jeff Cobb. Then we have Los Ingonobles de Japan, Tetsuya Naito, Shingo Takaji, the IWGP heavyweight champion, Sonata Ibushi versus Suzuki-gun, Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr., Juki, and Yoshinobu Kanemura. And the main event, the IWGP junior heavyweight championship on the line as the champion, El Desperado, takes on Taji Ishimori. And then night two, we have Sho and Yuya Omura versus Suzuki-gun, Yoshinobu, Yoshinobu Kanemura, and El Desperado. Rocky Romero, uh, Raisuke Taguchi, and Tomohiro Ishii versus El Fantasmo, Tajiri Ishimori, and Evil, uh, Yota Sushi, Hiro Hiroshi Tanahashi, taking on Yujiro Takahashi and Kenta, Chaos, Yo, and Kazushika Okada versus The Great Okan and Jeff Cobb, Master Wato, and Kota Obushi. This is going to be a great one. This is going to be a great one. Uh, Master Wato, Kota Obushi against Shingo Tagashi, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, and Bushi. As we know, Wrestle, Slam, Wrestle Grand Slam, Tagashi will be defending that title, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Ibushi. So that's going to be a great one right there. Uh, IWGP 
Tag Team Championship. There's the main event, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taiji, the champions, defending against Tetsuya Naito and Sonata. So we got two great, great cards of professional wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, Summer Struggle, night one and night two, July 10th and July 11th. Can't wait for those. They're going to be absolutely fantastic. And don't forget, on July 22nd, All Japan Pro Wrestling, it's going to be the, I, it's going to be, I'm sorry, the All Japan Pro Wrestling World Junior Heavyweight Champion Francesco, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Francesco Akira defending against Suji and also the Triple the All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown Champion. Jake Lee will defend the title against um, Shotaro Oshina or Yush, 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 um, Soji Ishikawa. I'm getting them. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the names mixed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm rushing along, uh, but Jake Lee will be defending his title as well um, um, on July 22nd. And uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling, it's going to be uh, the Summer Action Series. So New Japan Pro Wrestling has a Summer Struggle Series, a Summer Struggle Shows, and All Japan Pro Wrestling have the Summer Action Series. So lots of great pro wrestling coming out from Japan in July. Looking forward to it. Okay, that's it for me. Thank you very much for listening to me today. My name is Lewis Carlin. It's the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.